Turning your Bibles to the book of Exodus chapter 13, my message is entitled The Roundabout Way, The Roundabout Way, and and uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about when I was in the army, and when so when John came up and said, were you in the service? I thought, how did he know I was preaching on that tonight? I, it kind of startled me. I'm not preaching on military service, I'm just going to use an illustration from it that I think will help us uh, with this passage. In uh, chapter 13 of Exodus, uh, beginning with verse 17, it says, When Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road that runs through Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route to the promised land. God said if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led them a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. Thus, the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. I remember when I joined the army, I thought this is going to be a good career. And and uh, I had my ideas about what basic training was going to be like. Of course, you see the movies and you, you get different ideas in your head. But I, I, my idea in my head was I'm going to learn how to shoot a rifle. I'm going to learn how to throw a grenade, and it's just going to be one great time. But the Army had different ideas about what is involved in training of a soldier. I also learned how to clean toilets and buff vinyl floors, you know, put the shine on them so it looks like it's a mirror. The trick to that is to melt the wax, by the way, that you put on the floor, you melt the wax, then you buff it in, and then you get a buffer, and you put the wool blanket on, under it, and then you buff it to a shine. That's, anyway... I don't, that's for free. You don't have to, you don't have to pay for that. That's free. In this, in this uh, passage of scripture, and, and what I'm trying to say by that is, I had one idea about what my training was going to be, and the army had another idea. Of course, I did learn how to shoot a rifle and, or shoot it better, and I also learned how to throw a grenade. Uh, but, uh, sometimes in our life, when we set out, we have an idea of what we want to do. But it seems like always something comes along to change that, and we end up taking detours. And I figured out that life really is what happens on the detours, because God leads us sometimes in roundabout ways. You know the old roundabouts like they have over there by Kmart where you, I, I, I hate those things. I, I get closer to wrecks. Well, not closer. I've had wrecks, but I get closer to, I've gotten closer to a wreck than when I had a and anyway, they 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 cause me angst when I go because if you want to go left, you actually go right and go around, and it just doesn't make much sense. But it's called a roundabout, and sometimes God leads us a roundabout way because He knows best, and we don't always understand that. Here in this passage of Scripture, that's exactly what He talks about. He talks about how Israel, as they came out of out of Egypt. God led them a different way. Uh, the, the, the right way to go would have been the northerly route, which went from Tunis to the Canaanite land, but it went through the, the land of the Philistines, and of course the Philistines were a hostile people, and so God didn't lead them that way. He led them the southern route down through the desert, through the wilderness, now I, I can I can hear the, the the talking going on behind Moses's back. 
What does he do when he's leading us the wrong way? Doesn't he know that's the desert? I thought he was a shepherd and been out in these desert before. Doesn't he know the desert's going to kill all of us? And I can just hear it. And, and sometimes I think that's the way we are with the Lord. Doesn't the Lord know that this is just going to be the wrong thing? It's better to go a straight line than it is to go around about through the desert especially. And, of course, God, when we look back on hindsight, we see, well, now it makes sense. And so I, what I'm saying is when we, when we think about how God sometimes leads us or we recognize that God leads us in a roundabout way, we should, when we're in that roundabout way, we should recognize that God knows best and even trust Him more. Again, in this passage of Scripture, we have the story of the Israelite nation who had been in captivity for some 400 years, if I remember my numbers correctly. But God delivered them from that, and he did it in a miraculous way in that he had the plagues, and he, he did all that, and and uh, they plundered the Egyptian, as the Bible says, uh, which the Egyptians gave them stuff so they could take on their journey so they would have it. Uh, and God just did a miraculous thing and freed them from the slavery they had in Egypt. And of course, I, I guess if we were kind of doing this allegorically, we could say that's our salvation when God freed us uh, from Egypt, freed us from the ways and the sins of the world. Not that we don't sin anymore because we do, but God in his love did that for us, freed us because we received Christ as our Savior. But then somewhere along the way, as you know, when you look back, God took the roundabout way. Life didn't turn out the way we had it planned. It didn't, it didn't for me. Now, I know it's better now because if, if it would have been left up to me, I would have ruined everything and, and gone the way of the flesh and things along those lines. Uh, but God didn't lead me straight through my life. He took me around. And I think that's, to his glory. I think that's something I praise him for because the roundabout way, even though it doesn't make sense to the rational mind, it makes sense in God's mind and he's the one that counts. He's the one that, that works with us in his providence. God's providence is a wonderful thing. That, pro that word providence talks about how God interacted in the course of our life to change the history of our life. And he does that in such a loving way uh, that even though at the time it may seem uh, strange, it may seem hurtful, it may seem the wrong way, God still leads us on these detours and these roundabout ways. And, and, and the, the thing is, we don't have the ability to see the overall picture. We think we do. Uh, I, I, I've, I've done that before when God did something and I, I, I disagreed with it. I thought, Lord, this just isn't the right thing. You know, this is going to happen and that's going to happen and, and it's going to go this way and it's not going to be good. And then, and you just reason with God and, and God says, oh, we're going to do it my way anyway. And uh, it, it, you, you, when you, when you see the overall picture, you, you, you see how God led you right exactly the way you should have go. It's kind of like that poem footprints where the guy saw only one set, of, saw two sets and then one set of footprints. And he said, well, I thought you were going to never leave me nor forsake you. And he's, that's when I carried you through those places. And But God leads us through places. And in our weakness, we can't always see 
that it's the right way. We can't always tell that this is the direction God would have us go. And I, I imagine the Israelites did the same thing with Moses. They were a complaining people, and Moses put up with a lot of complaining from them. And I'm sure that when he led them south uh, towards the desert peninsula, they thought they were done. They thought it was all over. Here we got freed from our, our slavery in Egypt, and now here we go out in the in the in the desert, and we're all gonna we're gonna be buried out there. We're gonna we're gonna die. And of course, that's not the case. God was trying to make them, as it says in this passage of Scripture, they left Egypt ready for battle. Now, I don't really know what that means. Uh, in, in some of the commentaries I read, some said they left it, they left Israel in the fifth generation. Uh, some said they left is uh, not Israel, Egypt in, in formation for battle. Uh, but regardless of which interpretation you go with, the idea is God readied his people for the conflict they would face. It's kind of like, you know, David, when he talked about going up against Goliath, when he was talking to Saul, he said, God prepared me to face Goliath by sending the lion and the bear. And I've always liked that because it's the idea. Now, I don't think I'd want a bear or a lion, especially a lion, uh, face me in the wilderness or I face him. Uh, but that was God preparing David for Goliath. And so sometimes it's not always fun to face the lions and the bears that God sends us, but we have to remember that God's preparing us for the future. God's preparing us for his will. God's preparing us that we might somehow and some way bring glory to his name. What a great God. Uh, the idea that, that he's, not, he's not swayed by us when we would like to see it done a different way. He goes ahead and does it his way because his way is the best way. Our way is the way that leads to ruin and destruction. So God is the one that has the vision, not us. Now, I know that we need to have vision when it comes to spiritual things, but really, when it comes to doing the will of God, God is the one that really has the vision. We can only, our, our vision is only limited. We can only see so far in front of us. He sees not only further in front of us, but he sees the whole way. He sees all of it at the same time. Uh, and he, he understands what he's going to do and he, he has a clear plan. And the thing that we need to do is trust him, turn to him in faith and trust the way that he has taken us, even though it's through the wilderness is still the best way to go.